Joining us for a conversation is Morgan Lextrom, the CEO of Silver Hammer Mining. Mr. Lextrom, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for having me again, Maurice. <laughs> well, it's a great time to have you join us as Silver Hammer Mining has just released high-grade silver and copper sample results from the ELIZA project, along with a new property acquisition. Before we begin, Mr. Lextrom, please provide us with a brief introduction of Silver Hammer Mining and the opportunity the company presents to shareholders. Yeah, so Silver Hammer was started in June last year, so we're a relatively new company focusing on past producing silver mines in the Western United States. Those, the three silver mines in our portfolio currently are the Silver Strand Mine in Idaho in the Coeur d'Alene District, the past producing Silver Strand Mine, high grade silver and gold. Um, we'd consolidated a five and a half kilometer strike there. And in the past, it only ever looked at about 200 meters by 200 meters. So now we have a really big shot there to expand what was there in the past and make that large. And then we picked up two projects in Nevada, one being the Eliza project in the historic Hamilton district. That was the district in the 1800s that produced like up to 40 million ounces of silver in about four years. So very high grade district. We picked up the bottom portion of what was known as Treasure Hill. We call it Eliza and started sampling, noticing what we're going to talk about today, which is high grade silver and, and also now copper. And then our third project is Silverton. Silverton is a past producing silver mine as well. In the 1930s, it was producing and produced up to about 900 grams a ton silver from very near surface. So we picked that property up again, started doing geology work, massively expanded the land package and have it fully permitted and ready to drill. Plus we have three, the three pillars of it all being a big company experience team, being myself, the mine builder, and our board that has extensive experience building and finding these very large high-grade deposits. Well, let's get right to it. Mr. Lextrom, take us to Nevada and into the Hamilton Mining District to the Eliza Silver Gold Project, which may need to add copper into the project name, <laughs> where Silver Hammer Mining has just released some initial sample results reporting high-grade silver and copper. But before we get into the high grades, where on the Eliza were the samples collected? So they were collected on the northern uh, tip kind of of, of our claim block. So it goes up and across just like this. And yeah, I just followed my hand too. So, <laughs> And what we did is we picked up the California patent. So that's what this news release is talking about. The California patent in itself is, lies on our claim block. And when we picked that up, that allowed us access to the past producing California mine. That, that is another mine from the 1800s. So we started sampling around there. We started getting very high grade uh, silver. And then we started sampling all the way across the top of the, of the ridges there and noticed we were getting silver, copper, silver, copper, silver, copper, you know, up to 7.7% copper. And, you know, we've had samples up to 1500 grams a ton silver. This campaign we've had 1290, 1180, and a lot of multi hundred grams per ton silver. And these are just chip samples on surface. That That is very exciting for us is, you generally know in these systems they get a lot richer at depth. So if we, you know if we're seeing seven point seven percent copper on surface and twelve hundred grams of ten silver, almost thirteen, we're excited to see what's below it. As I referenced, the project name needs to include copper now. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It, it I definitely we definitely think uh, the the mineral suite that we're seeing between uh, silver, copper, lead, zinc is is very reminiscent of. Uh, 
being on or near a large porphyry. So we're, we're looking at it from multiple angles now. Oh, that sounds intriguing. Now, to better appreciate today's press release, Mr. Lexham, for audience members that may not understand the significance of these high grades, what is the benchmark, if you will, regarding grade for an open pit silver mine and an underground silver mine? Yeah, so the benchmarks, it, it's sometimes difficult to say because it's, it's very based on economics, based on times and inflation and all this fun stuff and, and people. Um, but, you know, I would say you can build a, a as a mine building type, I could say you can build a silver mine from an open pit on average, you know, 80, 80 grams a ton silver. Um, and then underground, you want to be right around that 140, 120 cutoff, um, obviously with other minerals in there. But given that these results are so high, like you, you look at an underground mine, the higher the results, the, the less you have to mine, right, in the future. So obviously these are forward looking and, and that's all I can say. But having high grade hits on surface like this of silver and and copper very exciting an area that really has never been looked at like this before it's never been looked at for copper it's never been really explored past you know the 1800s they stopped exploring it when they got to 2500 to 3000 grams a ton and they're just like oh that's that it's not economic nowadays it's like that's mind-blowing grades so and <laughs> near surface yeah, certainly. <laughs> well, I have a table of notable results before us. Walk us through some of your high-grade sample results, please. Yeah, so we have the the one at 1290. That was right on the California patent. And the one at 1290 grams of ton silver. And then 375 grams of ton silver also on the California patent. But that had multiple percentages of, of copper in it. So it was on more of the northern side of the, of the patent. And, and leading towards the other areas that had copper. So I think the patent actually has some of that copper system in it. And then we started, as we explored up, we we're getting 1100 and 1180, 330, you know, 632, but all of them had, had silver grades, copper, or that was silver, had copper grades in it, lead zinc grades, high, like high grade. This is, this is a no joke area. There are, there are definitely, people poking around that area on the on the high side and low side of us. So I think we're going to be surrounded fairly quickly by some big players. Hence the strategic move to add the California project there <laughs> or yeah. expand there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. Bef now, before we leave the project site, what are the next step on the ELISA and when can we expect news flow? Yeah, so these results were from the early sampling program. So we were continuing to work there. We were doing a geochemistry program and, and getting soil samples, doing soil grids. Uh, the next steps will be geophysics, you know, VTEM, um, MAG, radiometric, looking for that porphyry, but also looking for all, all the results from those and let the geophysicist will tell us what it means. Um, but then we'll get down to drilling. Having that California patent allows us to just get out there and drill. You know, the, the, it decreases the permitting time because now we own the land mm -hmm. and we're able to go out there and start testing a lot of these past producing areas and, and some of these really high grade areas. So it's going to be an exciting year for us at Eliza as well. It certainly sounds like it. Switching gears, let's look at some numbers. Mr. Lextrum, please provide the capital structure for silver hammer mining. There's about 38.6 million shares out right now, um, 6.9 million warrants and 2.6 million options, giving us a market cap of, uh, you know, like everyone else slowly decreasing right now. <laughs> but we're, I think we're right around $18 million. So I, I think we're, you know, personally, I, I've, I think we're very undervalued for uh, the low risk, high potential projects that we have. Um, but I think the whole market's been doing a very undervaluing right now, very <laughs> oversold. Well, before we close, Mr. Lextrum, what would you like to say to shareholders? Hold tight. 
look at what we're going to be doing. You know, we're going to have a lot of great results this year. And one of the things to remember is in these times of sell-off and, and, you know, lockdowns in China and all this fun stuff, there's always a time that you're going to need more commodities and silver, not just being the, and copper, not just being the commodity that, you know, you flock to, to build silverware and stuff. Now it's 50% industrial use and that's increasing. So when places like China shut down for 17, 18 weeks and they open back up, that demand is going to skyrocket. It's going to bring supply back to the market and hopefully stabilize, but uh, stabilize like the CPI a bit, but stay in the commodity. Commodities are the hedge. They are the fundamental hedge. You've seen Bitcoin. You've seen all these companies tank. You've seen all these, these coins tank. Commodities have traditionally been a hedge, and I think they will be as well. Last question, sir. What did I forget to ask? Nothing as always, Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sir. Mr. Lexstrom, for someone that wants to learn more about Silver Hammer Mining, please share the contact details. Yeah, just go to our website, www.silverhammermining.com. Um, you can get a hold of Christina Pilon. She's our head of IR. And if there's questions for me, she'll forward them on to me and I'll be happy to answer them. Mr. Lexstrom, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Wishing you and Silver Hammer Mining the absolute best, sir. Thanks, Maurice. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.